This is Lisa Swanson broadcasting to you from Boise, Idaho, where I practice at Ada West Dermatology. I am a dermatologist and pediatric dermatologist thrilled to be talking to you today about JAK inhibitors. Are you guys ready to go JAK to the future? Because the movement is happening, the revolution has begun, and the JAK inhibitors are here. And one of the biggest questions I get asked is, Lisa, how are you going to work these JAK inhibitors into your treatment paradigm and tre treatment paradigm and your treatment algorithm for your patients? And how on earth are you going to cover all the things that are important to cover with JAK inhibitors with your patients during what tends to be a relatively short visit uh, to come see the dermatologist? So I'll break it down for you kind of how I think about it. First of all, we've got our topical JAK inhibitor in Opsilura. And topical Opsilura is really exciting stuff. I tell my patients and their families, this is a topical non-steroid that works as well and as fast as a topical steroid. And that's really exciting. That is what we have been waiting for for years and years and decades and decades. Um, and that's really exciting. It's also a topical that packs a pretty solid punch, but is safe enough being a non-steroid that it can be used anywhere on the body. You can use it for eyelid dermatitis. You can use it on the hands. You can use it in the underwear area if you need to. Um, so that gives us a lot of freedom with the areas that we wanna treat. The one important thing with Opsilura is that we want to limit the amount that's applied to less than 20% body surface area. So I tell my patients and their families, the size of your palm is 1% body surface area. You can use this on up to 20 palms at a time. Um, and so that's how I really like to fit Opsilura into my treatment paradigm as a medicine that's going to replace a steroid, but work as well and as fast um, as long as the treatment application area is less than 20% BSA. For the oral JAK inhibitors, these are approved for patients with moderate to severe atopic dermatitis. Rinvonc is approved down to the age of 12, Sabinco down to the age of 18, so that's important. Um, and it is kind of a learning process for all of us getting our spiel together, how to explain these medicines to patients and their families in a way that is thorough um, and allows us to do our job and educate our patients, um, but also in a way that is not scary. Um, and so these oral JAK inhibitors, I tell my patients that they are profoundly effective. They are quick acting. Patients feel relief from their atopic dermatitis very quickly, especially with regards to itch. And so that's the really exciting thing about these medicines is just how quickly and how well they work. They're also uh, medicines where you want to think about what other associated comorbidities a patient might have and how that factors into your treatment decisions. So are these patients with atopic dermatitis who also have something like vitiligo or alopecia areata that would benefit from treatment with a JAK inhibitor? Um, are these patients who might have ocular comorbidities that make you a little bit more nervous about starting them on Dupixent? Are these patients that are shot averse? And so, you know, starting them on a medicine like a biologic like Dupixent would be very difficult to do. Um, and so asking your patients kind of how they feel about all of those things and what other associated comorbidities they might have helps guide the treatment decisions. And then you have to break into a conversation about safety because that's really important. These JAK inhibitors are powerful medicines, but they have some rare but serious side effects. And so I talk with patients and their families about the need for blood work, screening with quantifurin gold, hepatitis B, hepatitis C serologies, checking CBC, CMP, lipid panel at baseline month one and every three months thereafter. I ask them about any history of cold sores because they might have more cold sores on these medicines. I ask them about uh, history of shingles vaccine 
vaccination if they're at an age where they're allowed to get the shingles vaccine because there does appear to be a zoster signal with these oral jack inhibitors. So I cover all of those things and then I dive headfirst into the black box warning. And I say there's a black box warning on all of these jack inhibitors that stems from studies done on a different jack inhibitor called Celgans. And not only was it a different uh, jack inhibitor, it was on a different patient population. These were patients who were over the age of 50. They had to have at least one cardiovascular risk factor or comorbidity, and they were patients with inflammatory arthritis. So these patients just demographically might seem a little bit different from our average atopic dermatitis patient. Uh, and I say in these studies, there was some concern raised for some rare but serious risks of blood clot, heart attack and stroke, immunosuppression, skin cancer lymphoma, uh, and even possibly increased mortality. And while all of these things are scary and important to consider, um, the rates of these incidences with Celgans were low. Um, and in the studies that we have for Sabinco and um, for Rinvoke, the numbers of our patients who are dealing with these comorbidities are low. So we can tell them these are serious but rare potential consequences of these medications. It's important for them to understand that, but it's also important for them to benefit the risks, or I'm sorry, to balance the risks and benefits of this medicine um, and just how well they're going to work for their atopic dermatitis because these medicines are highly effective uh, therapies. And so that's kind of how I do it in the room with the patient. And I see what their thoughts are and do some shared decision-making and, and come to a conclusion. The one other thing I will share is that when I'm talking to patients about Opsilura, I do mention the black box warning, but I also use this analogy and I found it to be helpful. I tell families that Opsilura has a black box warning on it because it's in the same family as the oral jack inhibitors. And I say Opsilura is like Kendall Jenner. She's low drama but she's in the same family as Kim and Chloe and Courtney and Kylie and the whole rest of them. And that I think uh, jives with people, uh, gives them a good understanding of the relationship between Opsilura and the family of Jack inhibitors. I hope that's helpful to you guys. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in.